재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 We often think of trash as a big problem here on Earth. Well, it's becoming a big problem in space as well. Uh, there are a lot of old satellites beginning to break apart, and it creates this very fast-traveling space debris, causing a growing threat to astronauts and other objects in space. To tell us more about the problem and some potential solutions, we're very pleased to have joining us from the School of Engineering at the University of Glasgow, Professor Patrick Harkness on the line. Hello. Hello, how are you? Thank you for having me on the program. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Professor. Uh, help us understand, we normally think of space as this infinitely uh, vast expanse. How much debris are we talking about? Well, Ever since the start of the space age, really, when spacecraft have been launched into space, as soon as the spacecraft becomes uh, inoperative, or even the rocket that placed it in space in the first place, these objects will just uh, tend to remain there. And because the most valuable parts of space to us are the region close to the Earth, low Earth orbits, that means that we're starting to see really, uh, really a build-up of uh, objects in that area. So. Uh, we know that there are tens of thousands of objects larger than 10 centimeters uh, close to the Earth, and they're all traveling at these vast speeds you've described, so, so they're actually quite dangerous. Have there been any serious collisions uh, so far that we know of? Um, it has happened uh, in the past. There's been one Iridium satellite. You may have heard of uh, Iridium mobile phones. Well, one mm -hmm. of the Iridium spacecraft was uh, knocked out by an old, uh, an old uh, stop-working Russian satellite only only a couple of years ago, and uh, this is obviously bad. We lose that satellite and the services that it provides. But after the collision, there are obviously fragments from that collision, and they can then have knock-on effects. Those fragments are just as dangerous, and they can they can damage other spacecraft. So you can have this cascade, which is is a real threat. Yeah, it does sound very much uh, like a big problem. The problem here on Earth when we're talking about climate change or environmental pollution is that sort of once you kind of pop that cap out of the bottle, it's very difficult to put it back in. Uh, are, are authorities and experts like yourself all around the world cognizant of this and are trying to make some efforts to reduce space debris? I think I think that's the case. Uh, you're you're completely right that once these problems reach uh, a tipping point, it can be really hard to uh, it can be really hard to uh, get rid of the problem again once you've reached that that situation. So steps are being taken. New spacecraft, for example, will uh, generally be flown so that uh, they will deorbit, they will leave the space environment uh, often within 20 or 30 years of being placed there. This is part of the mission design, so so that they can't become space debris objects. And also, um, simple steps are taken as well with uh, rockets that carry spacecraft. So the fuel tanks, any extra fuel, uh, is often vented. The tanks are emptied once the rocket is in space. Mm. That seems like an odd thing to do, but the reason is, if you imagine a spacecraft with a fuel tank and a little bit of fuel in it, in orbit around the Earth, going from sunlight to shadow, sunlight to shadow, mm. you have this thermal expansion and contraction, and eventually the thing can break up, it can explode. So just simple steps can reduce the danger of spacecraft picking up and contributing to this problem. Now, you, if we watch any of these science fiction type of shows or movies, uh, you think of spaceships coming out or maybe some laser beams uh, shooting some of these objects in space be before they become a threat to people. Are there ways to destroy objects before they actually uh, threaten the human population? Um, well, destroying might 
not necessarily help because uh, we, we talked about spacecraft uh, breaking up in space. So if you are to try to shoot down one of these uh, old spacecraft, all you do is break it up into more pieces. And each of those pieces is perhaps traveling even faster than it was before. So uh, trying to destroy the spacecraft might not be the best solution. But there are other ways we can tackle the problem. If the spacecraft is in a relatively low orbit, we can try to induce it to enter the atmosphere and, uh, and burn up. If it's in a relatively high orbit, we might want to try to move it away from the Earth because it's that area of space which is close to the Earth, which is most valuable to us at the moment. That's where all our communication satellites mm. are and so on. So um, we want to try to get rid of the spacecraft, but trying to like shoot it down or destroy it right. isn't really a solution. What are the odds? Because some people might believe that once the object enters the atmosphere and you see depictions of this, it just burns up before it actually hits the ground and hits a populated area. Are there any chances of debris actually hitting a place like Seoul? Um, well, I suppose something like this is not impossible. Space uh, debris does enter the atmosphere every day and some of it will survive to the surface. This is true. However, large objects that are likely to survive to the surface are going to be large enough that people are going to know where they are and it might be possible to take steps to uh, to, re to reduce the danger. But I think we really um, shouldn't lose sight of the fact that the, uh, that the Earth is a big base and the area that is going to be impacted by space debris is minute. The chances are really, really small. And when you, when you set that tiny, tiny risk against the huge benefit that spacecraft bring to us with communication right. and disaster monitoring and so on, um, it's really a worthwhile trade. As far as all these various methods to try to clean up uh, some of the junk in space, uh, what do you think is the most feasible, whether it's uh, through uh, a cost-effective means or just simply just from the science of it being a, a, an easier way to go about doing this? I guess it depends really where the spacecraft is. So uh, one of the most valuable areas in space is the area just above the atmosphere uh, that allows spacecraft to have the closest possible view of the Earth so they can do, as I say, disaster monitoring and so on. So those spacecraft, it's really useful if we can try to induce them to enter the atmosphere and burn up, and that, that stops them being a problem. Uh, that, that's a really good solution. On the other hand, spacecraft that are in higher orbits, we might not uh, have the, uh, the fuel left to transfer them back down to a lower orbit. So spacecraft in higher orbits, we might want to look at things like uh, using the pressure of sunlight to try to push them away from the Earth and uh, stop them being a problem in that way. It really depends on where the spacecraft is and what residual capability to move it has. And from that, you can, you can find the best solution for each one. Right. Now, you, if we've seen movies like Gravity or Interstellar or uh, even recently The Martian where you see uh, spacecraft and debris hitting, causing havoc, it sounds like a very scary thing, but the reality is also with companies like SpaceX and a lot of uh, civilian uh, space exploration um, programs being more and more of a reality, it seems like more and more people will be making their way out there. What do you think needs to be done to um, at least try to the utmost of our abilities uh, ensure the safety of astronauts or anybody who decides to travel to space? Well, I, I think you're right that this is something that's really important to for the future because if, if you look to the, to the far future, people are ultimately going to want to leave the Earth to go to the Moon, to go to Mars. And if we uh, surround the Earth with this uh, shell of debris objects, 
doesn't just prevent you from going to near Earth space, it stops you from breaking away from the Earth and going into deep space, so it's really important to tackle this, I agree. And I think that some uh, some good work has been done. We mentioned earlier that uh, that uh, operators uh, increasingly try to design their missions so the spacecraft deorbit takes steps so that uh, the spacecraft is less likely to break up. There are international recommendations. Uh, bodies like the UN bring forward recommendations as to how to manage the growth of space debris, how to to prevent your spacecraft coming to be at the end of its mission. And these are seeing increasing take So uh, I think prevention is better than cure. And I am pretty confident that the problem has been recognized. And uh, hopefully we're going to see the problem uh, at least stop getting worse right. in the near future. Very good. Professor Harkness, thank you so much for your time. appreciate it. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Professor Patrick Harkness from the University of Glasgow, Soul City News of Next.